here's a relevant topic for us four and no one else. Um, <laughs> the best kind. Somebody at work asked me, like, well, what do your friends call you? And I was like, well, it's generally Seif. And she was like, oh, that's amazing. I have an uncle that we call the Seif. And I was like, huh? what? Again? I literally never heard that. And she's like, well, his his name, last name is Seifert or some One of those fake ass, you know, wannabe uh, names. Oh, yeah. yeah. fuck them. Yeah. One of those, yeah. me- like, uh, partially formed last names. Yeah. He was, it's like, <laughs> a, it was yeah. a Chinese knockoff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, she's like, well, we call him the Seif. And I was like, oh, that's actually pretty great. Um, but I, I was explaining to her, I was like, 99% of people would call me Seif. There was the one student who called me Seifk, which doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Uh, Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Trips right off the tongue. That's <laughs> the tongue. Corey's right. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> there was the weirdo in high school who called me Seifs, which I'm like, ah, you know, that works. So pluralize it. And then I was like, and there was the one kid in college who thought my name was Steve for three years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, I don't know if I've told that one on the podcast or not. I don't know if that counts as a nickname. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He he was calling me Steve for that for many years though. So So when you guys went to high school, did you all have the same nickname as me, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, since you're my my brothers, I assumed. I'll call you the same thing. Mm-hmm. I named my band after one of these moments where the, the drummer for my band, who I called Pete, uh, he walked up to me, we talked about getting together, and he's like, you know who I am, right? And I was like, of course, <laughs> Pete. And he's like, my name's Matt. And I was like, but we've always called you Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you've always been Pete from now on. <laughs> yeah. From now on, you've always been. <laughs> but my from name's now on, Matt. you've always been Pete. Yeah, yes, well, excellent. strap in, because I'm not changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I'm wrong, but I'm just really stubborn. Welcome, members of Little Captain Travis. That's our name for you, the listening audience. And a special welcome to members of our super-secret Double Diamond fan club, The Hoggies. For members of our super secret fan club, set your decoder books to adventure and then set your choice of that adventure to your own because this week we're talking about choose your own adventure books. (laughs) The choose your own adventure book series from 1979 to 1998, published by Bantam Books. These were a staple of my uh, childhood. The choose your own adventure books. CYOA if you're in a hurry. do you, okay, I played, I, I played CYOA basketball. You did. You, you uh, choose your own adventure basketball. I brought my I own chose, beverage. Is that what this is? More or less. <laughs> Matt chose to win. Uh, that was the the snake. Grant chose to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys... Okay. Some of us must remember these books. I'm wondering if Grant does. Yes. I read Oh, them. you do. Interesting. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine you ever going to the library. Why? Remember, as we've established, Grant is... Uh, the youngest person that we can possibly imagine. 30s, so, I'm told. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So if Grant knows it or does it, that means we've hit the pulse of what the kids today... And Grant did go to the library, yeah. but to only stand by the door and push and wedgie kids who went inside. <laughs> the only reason I asked if he's ever been, because I don't remember ever seeing him there. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the same swim team schedule as you did. Okay. Yeah, different swim team schedule. That's a whole different thing. Fuck swim team. It was cold in the morning. I'm going to the library. Uh, okay, the Choose Your Own Adventure books. You go to the library and you have instant choices. I can go to the left if I'm walking in the front door and go to the crap where none of it's fun. Yes. Or I can go to what the kids section. What is over section. there? What is Nothing. all like dumb school crap stuff for and... old people who are dumb? Scientists right. doing research or something. I don't know. Also, never saw an old person in the library. Just me. I'm, I'm surprised any of you have been there. I've only ever been by myself. Um, Were you like breaking in after hours? Like why? <laughs> it's just you a view be... into Corey's mind. It's not that I was breaking in. It's that I knew how to jimmy a door. There's a difference. Uh. <laughs> it's not breaking in if you know how to jimmy it. And you can get the book from the library. They're practically right. asking for it. Excuse me, do you have a book on how to jimmy the door of the library? <laughs> uh, anyways, you go to the library, because uh, there wasn't a lot to do in our town, and you had some books there, and some were good, and there was a series of books. They were the Choose Your Own Adventure books, and you know they were good, because they had interesting pictures on the front. Oh, did that? Oh, yeah. That's how you know you're into good book territory already. Illustrations? Thank you. I think I will. It kind of uh, reminds me, if, if I think of like, because that's the first thing I think of, Corey, when you say choose your own adventure is the art, the cover art. Mm-hmm. But when, I, when I'm picturing this, it kind of reminds me of like Nintendo game cover art, which was always yeah. super fantastic, but not even sometimes related to your gaming experience. And even some movie posters from back in the day where there was like a certain style of like adventure poster but that art across those media it was to a kid it's like very like uh exciting right yeah and it drew me in matt because you'd see like a picture of an attack helicopter called like you know death at pirate cove and you'd read through it and you're like it didn't get to the helicopter maybe i'll read (laughs) through this again nope still no helicopter all right i'm i'm Jumping, I'm, I'm going off rail here, and I'm flipping yeah. through every page consecutively <laughs> just, just for helicopter. until I find a helicopter. Fuck, it's not in this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very distinct covers. Uh, and on the cover, which really blew my mind, there was numbers of which book they were in the series. And our library had about 30 of the 184 books that were originally printed. <laughs> so you'd be like, fuck, what happened in 19? And you just never know. You could look it up nowadays, but that'd be dumb because these books are old and terrible. But at the time, they were great. And they were mainly great because they were a mix of reading and gaming, but way more gaming than reading. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think these came about, books are out here, fucking around, riding high, like kids are going to do exactly (laughs) what we tell them. Right. And then they wake up one day (laughs) on their fucking gold thrown and people are feeding them grapes and shit and they turn around and they're like oh shit where are all the kids they're playing video games ah you know and the the corporate office at book headquarters they're like well, what are we gonna do we gotta we gotta be like a video game and so they tried to incorporate some choice in the matter this is how i picture it being playing out you anyways. picture it accurately uh, matt that's <laughs> yeah, exactly that what essentially the conversation is I, that real that's oh, okay. essentially the conversation i read in the in the uh from from starting in the 1970s, the original creator was like, "What about a what about a game you could read? What if it was more like a game? These kids like games." Uh, and you mentioned it. I don't know if you, did you say that it was good for a book report? Because these were great for a book report. Because that book's <laughs> that book's a half inch thick, and you didn't have to read all of it. <laughs> you got to skip a lot of that book. Oh, a lot yes. of that book is skippable. That is awesome. Doing a choose your own adventure as a book report. 
Right. You could be like, you could literally do like 10 pages and hit the end, right? Like if you took a wrong turn and fell oh, yeah. in the yeah, cave it's like, or do something. Do you want to drink poison? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I do. Or if you do one of those uh, glitch speed runs, you can just skip right to the last page. Oh, there we go. Got it. Yeah. No, we did literally have book reports where they would say you can't use a choose your own adventure book. Like, oh, really? They, they, they called them out? That's all I like. By the way, game books as a topic, I'm, uh, I'm calling dibs on a future topic. Because aside from the Choose Your Own Adventure books, the other game book series or singular book that stands out in my mind is the amazing, the top ten games you can play in your head by yourself. Oh yeah, it is. It's an all It is an insane. It is an insane collection of a madman's ramblings. Uh, we will make a podcast out of that someday. But if you're not going for the game book, which is the top ten games you can play in your head by yourself, yes. The second, the second, uh, the runner-up for game books is the Choose Your Own Adventure series. Um, like I said, uh, I read all of them that our library had. Were they well written? Probably not. Absolutely there's a lot of not. there's a lot of page filler. You can tell it's like, ooh, I'm 30 pages short. Where we're gonna add a maze, where mm. it's like turn right, turn left, and that'll just fill up a bunch of pages. Um, you could always tell. You could always tell flipping through on your little pre, like before you before you did your run, you flip through the books and find some of those short pages and be like, ooh, 72. That's, that was a short page. I don't want to be going there. That's no. a short oh, page that's that didn't clear say when you it's win. like, to go through the door on the right, uh, flip to page 73. Uh, to confront the skeleton, go to page 50. And of course, you put your fingers yeah. in both of them and like, <laughs> yeah. I was just flipping on my way to 72. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to go through the door on the right. I wanted to confront the skeleton. Nice try. That was a nice try, actually. A nice try. Thought, Good play by me. <laughs> you tricked I mean, me. That I mean, me you the, almost tricked me. That brings me to the topic, cheating. Hmm. I love that we all cheated in these books. It's amazing. Um, oh, it's the only time I've ever used a bookmark in a book legitimately. <laughs> and like Ben said, most of the time, you're just using your fingers, and they're like, you got three or four like crammed into this thing, like you're playing some sort of weird gourd flute. It's it's, it's, an, <laughs> it's an awkward way to like because like, cause, yeah, you start getting like multiple steps down. You're like, okay, I would go to seventy two, but then what if I go to seventy two to ninety four? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, ninety four. That doesn't. Yeah. I don't like where that. I'm going back to. 12. Yeah, you're playing an ocarina mm. pretty soon. Do you think there were kids that were brave enough or dumb enough that were just like? <sighs> Page 72, you know, and they just flip and that, was anyone not cheating, I think is my question. I can't there imagine. There probably some dorks. It, it, okay, not, okay, not cheating in a choose your own adventure book is like it, when your uncle goes, got your nose, and you're like, well, I'm fucked for life. <laughs> yeah. Then you yes. just hang yourself in the bathroom. Like, yep. I'm going to be a monster. <laughs> I'm a fucking oh, nose monster. Me. You I don't think so. Yourself. That's, I, yeah. Those are one hundred. That's a great analogy, Corey. That's an that's barely an analogy. It's so that, accurate. I'm referring to a real thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> the uncle felt horrible about it. I tried nope, to give it back to him. He was, was like, "I got late. his fucking nose. So yeah. I got something to remember him by." And the no, I got the nose of the stupidest kid on earth, right here. You want to see it? And he made a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars. Hey, he made a million dollars, Ben. Look, yeah. you're disqualified from all jobs that involve smelling. What's what? What's the point of life at that point, you know? <laughs> of course you kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of killing yourself, Matt, you mentioned a, you mentioned a, a Choose Your Own Adventure book, and you mentioned a title of something like, uh, I don't even, you, you just kind of made up a title, but let me just tell you, yes, there's a please. secret of success to the titles 
of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. This is not all of them. There's, they, you've got, you've got like titles like, you know, Trouble on Planet Earth, Outlaw Gulch, War with the Evil Power Master, you know, just generic titles. Power but Master. For the most part, I have to tell you, the format goes like this. House of Danger, Cave of Time, Forest of Fear, yes. Trumpet of Terror, Scene of Crime, Track of Bear, <laughs> Master of Karate, Master of Judo, Master of Aikido, Tattoo of Death, River of No Return, Mystery of the Secret Room. Fulfillment of, these... of Deadline. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> the repetition I of a watch. All of those movies, by the way, because uh, they sound badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the I think the, I said Cave of Mystery or something, so that's exactly yeah. what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but I, I am looking forward to the uh, the tri- uh, trilogy of the Master of Karate, Master of Judo, and Master of Aikido. I bet Corey, they're the same book with three different covers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many authors they were employing? <laughs> is this like two guys cranking these out, or is there... So, you wouldn't believe, but it was a little tricky to find out who wrote them. Mm. Uh, the, the short answer is interns. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, there's a there's a lovely little bit about how the creator made this book, and part of his selling pitch was like, "It's a Mad Lib. You just put more shit. At, like you just change it out. Uh, like I believe originally he used like a, a cowboy theme and turned it into like a, a space theme. And he's like, "See, you just change you just change ca- Indian to alien." <laughs> they, they, they end in N already. You're saving time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, most were interns, but uh, books 161 through 164 were written by Dostoevsky, actually. They were <laughs> Cave of Suicide, Cave of Poverty, Cave of Human Manipula- Manipulation, Cave, and cave of Morality. Cave and What's Punishment. That? Cave and Punishment. Cave and Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers Cave Amazov. Yes. It's, there's... Yeah. They're a little heavier, but uh, that's why he only wrote, he got four of them out before they're like, this is a little too heavy for kids. I don't know. I don't know if these books exist nowadays. I don't know if books exist nowadays. Um, I would be shocked uh, if these weren't in print somewhere. I feel like this is just such a slam dunk of, here's a here's a game you can read. Uh, you'll have a lot of idiot mm. parents handing those over. That's just how you do. I bet that is a, uh, it, it is available at flea markets. And I bet I would buy them when I see them. I will buy them when I see them, I promise. Right. Yes. If I saw one at a thrift store, I, I would covet them. Like, yeah, I would, I'll I buy would it and get them. home and go, what did I do? I like, would grab them stiff-arming anyone behind me <laughs> and then turn around to see no one looking at me. Yes. yes. Like, punch the lady at the counter and run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Much more sophisticated, but in, like, the next tier up was the Time Machine series. Do you know the Time Machine series? Time Machine series, also good, yes. Yes. If you look up Time Machine Book 24, that cover, it's like, oh, my God, did that bring it back to me. When I looked up Time Machine Book series, World War I Flying Ace, Time Machine Book 24. Uh, Anyway, uh, but the Time Machine Book series, you go back and, you know, you it's sort of historical fiction. But the best one. For me, was Wizards, Warriors, and You. This, I think, might have been through the Choose Your Own Adventure people, but here's the thing. You decide in the beginning if you will be a wizard or a warrior. If you are a wizard, from Appendix A, choose these three spells. Yes. If you are the warrior, choose these three Mm. weapons in addition to your sword. And then some of the choices are like, if you picked the triple crossbow, go to page three. If you didn't, 
Go to page 73. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh, looks like your sword isn't going to help because three guys came up. But if you had the triple cross, and there, I just remember like triple crossbow because it would shoot three. It would shoot three. <laughs> Spread is the best gun and it was in a oh, book. Oh, yes. <laughs> Some books had different weapons in them. And I I can remember talking to uh, I can, uh, old friend Jay Carpenter um, that I would tell him about the weapons from the back of these books. And I remember one time we were waiting to go into music class, and it was like, but if I had that squiggly dagger, I'd be like, man, I'd get you with it right now. I was like, God damn it, but I'd have the triple crossbow, and you and two of your friends would be dusted. Anyway. uh, You, your friend, and a bystander. Now, I fully understand the advantage of the triple crossbow and being able to shoot three people at one time. I'm not a moron. I understand that. It's obvious. Now... The squiggly dagger, though. What are the advantages of a squiggly dagger over a straight dagger? This was this was of his own doing. So I told him about what was in the back of the book, and he told me about the a, a dagger that he saw or made up. And, but either way, it was squiggly. But I'm, I'm again. But I'm just trying to understand. Are you are you right. able to stab more people? With uh, it? No, 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 no. This is kid logic. It's like well. But if I had that squiggly dagger, I'd get you with it. Just because it was a thing that he created. So he put them equal as imaginary weapons, where it was like, no, 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 no. One is much cooler than the other, and now shoots he's, three. He's not it wrong that three. a squiggly dagger is cool, and it is cooler than a straight dagger. I just don't think it beats, uh, if we're doing paper, rock, scissors here, the triple uh, crossbow beats Never squiggly dagger. Never a squiggly dagger. Okay, no, the triple no, crossbow no, 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 no. is spread. It's the best weapon. Yes. All right? Yes. 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 Exactly. Unless your dagger points three ways. I don't care how squiggly it is. Yeah, the squiggly dagger, I mean, as Grant Seifker, colon, bubble burster, that is a real thing. I believe it's called a Chris <laughs> knife or something. I don't know what the squiggles do. I'm sorry. I'm not Grant Seifker, in fact, knower. I'm Grant Seifker, bubble burster. And so <laughs> just, I have burst your bubble. Poked. This is a real thing. I saw thing. you coming up right up against the bubble. I saw you poke the tip of your squiggly fucking dagger <laughs> against my mm-hmm. bubble. Yes. <laughs> just the tip. I noticed I didn't put the squiggles Gone. against it because I don't know what they do. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I just don't like. <laughs> so if I found either Crypt of the Vampire or Wizards, Warriors, and You book, I would probably get them just for fun. Or at the least with Wizards, Warriors, and You, I would check out that appendix of weapons and or spells. I like that. Should have got the like... sleep spell. You know what? I did get the sleep spell. I, I was going to get the sleep spell, and I did get it, and I'm going to page 71 <laughs> where I used the sleep spell, which I picked in the beginning, which I definitely <laughs> picked. You know, the interesting thing, now that I think about it, is... So we're, I feel like a lot of all of our cheating that we've been talking about is um, <laughs> trying to avoid death, right? Like, do you what? want to drink poison? Yes, no. Um, <laughs> but there are just like a lot of endings that I, I, there isn't necessarily one right ending, right? And then there's just like mm. a, a a handful that just like kind of suck, but are like okay, like you made it out, but you didn't win the trophy or whatever. I don't know. I think good ones had had many. It yeah. Depends. They both like. 36 different endings and it's like one good one one bad one a couple middlings and all deaths so uh uh, maybe two or three years ago on the desert bus for hope charity stream they were doing a choose your own adventure thing where they they had a book uh like one of the official ones they were going Mm -hmm. through it like a little bit at a time every day and it was very entertaining to watch but that they they just randomly picked a book and if you look up the reviews of this book Everyone hates it because there's really only one ending, but getting it is like 
absolutely impossible. It's like you have to make the exact right choice out of like five choices, like three successive times. Otherwise, you just end up looping back around. Because I, I looked up a map of this. Like someone made like a map, oh, like a choice cool. tree. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, they're just looping back around. Oh, they're going to get captured by the crabs again. Oh, my God. And, the, and even they're like, they're like, okay, we get to a new – okay, I don't recognize this one. Let's try this choice. Okay, that takes us here. Wait, that takes us to this cliff. Oh, no, we're going to get captured by the crabs. And then, yes. And the, they're just like skipping. Like, okay, go. From there, and then page 134. Then page 30. And it was, it was uh, funny to watch them just like go in circles over and over trying to find this stupid ending. Grant, I love what you just said. It was funny as they tried to find a stupid ending because what I think we should do is work through my Choose Your Own Adventure that I wrote. Hopefully it's funny as we get to the stupid ending. (laughs) I choose the triple crossbow. Let's go see what happens when we go into the crab jail. Uh, Okay, this one's called The the Cave of Crabs. Um, (laughs) Run towards the crabs. (laughs) Ooh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Um, Because you're going to page 72, my friend. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. That's a quick ticket to page 72, and we know what happens there. Crab death. Uh, <laughs> death, by, death by crab. Yes. I took a page out of the. Uh, I didn't want to stray too far from the original format, so I think we should uh, we should play through the book Moonbase of Danger. Yes, it takes place in space. Why did they call it that? By the way, it's like hey, they're on Congress. They're on the congressional floor trying to get some funding. It's mm. part of the bill this year. The Moonbase moon of Danger. danger. Uh, now that item looks. <laughs> should that be included in the budget in this year's military spending budget? Yeah. Three point six billion for nefarious deeds. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> else. Anyway, moon base of danger. Sure. Who knows why they built it? But here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the moon base of danger. Um, let's play it like this. Uh, you three uh, will come up with a deciding vote. You'll be, you know, given the the options at the end of each little uh, chunk, and you guys can vote for the correct way to go, uh, either unanimously or one of you being a fool. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. There's three of you. That way, I don't have to break ties. Um, all right, so the whole the whole bit of these was that you were in the story. It was you in the story. So let's start. You guys are playing. Um, you guys will be you know in the story, and you will be the nameless everyman that plays the that plays through the story. All right. So um, uh, this story it, it starts off the interior of a standard moon base office. Um, there's there's displays, racks of uniforms. Uh, readouts and everything, and you, as the nameless everyman, you guys, your first choice. As you look across the the rack of clothes, and you just get out of your space shower, do you put on the jumpsuit or the flight suit? Jumpsuit sounds cooler. I mean, flight is like, yeah, you're taking a flight, but jump, like, who knows what kind of space age? Shit. The question is, are we gonna fly or are we gonna jump? <laughs> well, jumping is basically flying for a little bit anyway. Yeah, you guys say jumpsuit. It's versatile. you can fly in a jumpsuit. You can't jump in a flight suit. I like where you're going with this. All right, so you guys put on the flight suit. Turn to page 57. My thumb is on. Okay. I think we. All right, page 57. You are the nameless everyman, Vanessa Chastain, buxom lab tech, and erotic spacewalker. Everyman. That's the best. That's the best (laughs) nameless everyman (laughs) is a woman. (laughs) Yes, with a name. You stand in your jumpsuit. And you look across the uh, uh, your lab tech office. On your desk, there is a device and a gadget. Do you take the device or the gadget? <laughs> hmm. Device sounds useful, but gadget sounds like it's got something extra for us. Yeah, like does James Bond uh, meet up with Q for gadgets or devices? I think it's gadgets. Yeah, gadgets. Right? He has yeah, no yeah, devices. I think it's gadgets. Guys, before we turn to page 48, anyone want to leave a thumb in here? 
just in case the gadget ends up. <laughs> well, <No>. Of course. <laughs> I mean, obviously we are. Uh, yeah. All right, no, no thumbs. We're moving forward. All right, this is all gas, no brakes. Uh, <clears throat> you put the gi- you put the uh, the gadget in your flight suit as alarm bells start uh, start going off. There's a there's a blaring uh, uh, voice over the loudspeaker telling you that there's been a hull breach in the in the moon base and an- intruders are entering. Uh, there's footsteps. There's upheavals. There's explosions. And there's a lack of oxygen in the room as the hall, as the walls have been uh, exploded. So, do we get in the survival suit or do we don't get into the survival suit? <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I, now, hear me out. We're already wearing a suit, so right. don't want to double suit it, right? Like just from a f- pure fashion standpoint. Yeah, like, I mean, what we color is the suit? Right. Is it gonna go with it? On the other hand, it kind of feels like he's leading us towards the survival suit. Could thing. be a trick. One of them does go to page 72. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to put on the survival suit. I'll, I'll wear two suits. All right, let's, I'll wear let's two put suits. it on. Put on the survival suit. All oh, right, shit. Then we're going to go foolish. to page 17 if we're getting dressed. Uh, <clears throat> you put on your survival suit as the atmosphere leaks out. Uh, uh, you, you, you crack open, uh, through the emergency lighting, you crack open the, uh, the door to your standard moon base uh, office. Oh, and yeah. you see, uh, you see uh, enemy soldier, space soldiers dressed in red uh, marching down the hallway. Um, it's time to make an escape. Uh, do we try and sneak out through the air vents? Or should we like, or are we try and attack the guards and uh, put on one of their uh, outfits? Man, how many outfits are we going to put on? I think we should go for the record. <laughs> the record. We got. Look, we the can get on ninety-eight point four. The fish. If we get. If we get enough boots on. <laughs> you guys want to attack a guard and try and sneak in through the? Uh, I the do. Unit? You guys can vote for it's our. It's worked in literally vote. every movie I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. I've already got my thumb on page seventy-two. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> when I say put on the suit, what I meant was jump into the air vent. <laughs> I got one suit. I got one air vent. Ben. Break this tie. Uh, okay, that was my phone came up heads. So uh, let's go with this. Mm. <laughs> Your phone. Yeah, let's put on the suit. So uh, as the as you see the the guards sneaking through, you've never seen uh, you've never seen space soldiers like this, uh, and you uh, you sneak up behind one of them, and you uh, y- you shank them. You just, Nice. You, you use your you use your uh, your buxom research knife that Standard you also issue, your, your twist your twisty squiggle knife that you also use for erotic <laughs> nice. spacewalking and He's lab tech work. Got the squiggles. Uh, and you and you kill one of the guards. You murder him. Mm-hmm. He's dead, but you can put on the uh, the the clothing and uh, outfit yes. over your survival suit, and you you join in and step with the uh, with the rest of the you, you kind of come up to the back of the little guard unit as they're making their patrol. We're walking like Randy from A Christmas Story with all of our suits on right now mm-hmm. and uh, bundled up right. going to school. We can't we can put get our some arms more down. We can't put our arms down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to turn to page seventy-seven. Oh, good. This is Shoot. That's close. You guys got lucky, and you find yourself in uh, the uh, the hangar bay where all the uh, where all the the moon rovers are. And uh, you sneak over into one of the rovers, you know, uh, running away from the uh, from the group that you were with. And uh, as you get into the rover and drive away from the uh, the moon base, with the with the, the alarm still glaring uh, blaring and the the soldiers crawling all over it, uh, you get into the moon the moon rover and you just tear ass and fly out of there wah, at the two and a half wah, miles wah. an hour, the the walking pace of a moon rover. Um, you nice. tear ass out of mm-hmm. there. A couple soldiers think about walking after you, 
but then think better of it as you're several paces ahead of them, and there's just <laughs> there's there's going to be no gaining. So we've we've escaped the uh, the moon base so far. Um, there's a <clears throat> there there are two uh, light up there there are two lights on your your heads up display. One is a one is a beacon, uh, and then in another direction uh, you can drive towards the rover armada, which is all the uh, all the soldiers that just left the base. Friendly soldiers or uh, enemy soldiers? I mean, this, one, this was a research moon base, Ben. All these soldiers are bad. Uh. So, <laughs> okay. naturally. Naturally. Of Do we drive towards enemy soldiers or what was the other option? There's a beacon. There's, a beacon. Lit in the, there's some sort of homing beacon. Could be like an anglerfish. That's true. I'm feeling like beacon, but I'm definitely keeping my finger here. I'm just going to slowly look <laughs> ahead and see what I see. That's, that's what I would say we do. I'm lighting the beacons of Minas Tirith. Let's light this beacon. All right. That's two for the beacon. When it doesn't matter what beacon. Matt says. The beacon of Minas Tirith. Mm. I hate how good that is, and it's not mm. that good. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys head towards the beacon, and as the, as the rover crests a, 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 a crater, you see uh, the, the, the famous and legendary and uh, often thought to be made up, you see the moon base of danger. Mm. Um yeah, the legendary. But your moon base has been taken over. There's no, there's no, there's no way you're gonna go back to that thing. So we drive into the moon base of dangers uh, airlock hangar, where um, you see uh, space vampires are are have taken over the moon ah, base of dang danger. Dang it! I told you we right. should have sprayed. Not again. We should have sprayed. And on your uh, as you get out of the uh, as you get out of the rover and make your way into the moon base of danger. You notice uh, on all the monitors, there's a there's a flashing sign that says uh, "glowing uh, abnormality in containment." Um, you uh, you oh, find uh, you find a con- on the control panel, you find one of those like really cool like Star Trek looking maps. That's just like graphic design. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that uh, from here, you can get to the control room or the containment room. Which where, which way would you like to go? Which adventure would you like to choose while we're at it? Yes. Want to go to the glowing blob or? Are we control freaks? I do like to control things, but yes. the glowing blob room has a glowing blob. Yeah, there's no guarantee that that control room is going to have a glowing blob. Right. What's the worst that could go wrong? In Page the 72. Blob room? I mean, there's only a 50-50 chance that it has it. I mean, it either has it or it doesn't, but we know that the <laughs> the containment is going to have it. Can I ask a question? Corey, when it says... Book, yeah, that's how this works. Yes. <laughs> when it says if you want to go to the containment room, which page does it tell us to flip to? It's true, that information um, Do you have your finger available. on this page? <laughs> I'm just reading. It says, you know... Yeah, we're yeah, reading. It's going to tell us go to page. page. It'll tell me. Yeah, I tell you that afterwards so you guys don't realize which one is page 72. <laughs> <laughs> well, heard it here uh, first. The game is rigged. Um, one of them goes to page 112. Okay. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to keep my entire let's hand on this page, but let's go to... <laughs> Go to the Let's containment, go to the containment room. room. Yeah. Containment room. All right. Uh, you follow the uh, you follow the map and uh, avoiding all the um, space vampires that have taken over the moon base of danger. You make your way to was it containment room or control room? Containment. I believe we went to the, the one where we didn't room. die. We go to page one twelve, my friend. Shoes. <laughs> uh, you got fucking lucky by the skin of your by the skin of your adventure that you just chose. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the con- in the containment room, uh, you see a device with a big, uh, like, glowing orb in it. Um, it's 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 very much out of the the, the animated uh, movie uh, Heavy Metal. It's this big gle- green glowing orb, um, Huge out of which are coming a full stream of space vampires. 
Um, mm. they're, just, they're just leaking out of the damn thing. Uh, you see, you see next to the device, which has this uh, this glowing orb in it. You see, there's a uh, there's a spot for either a device or um, a, a gadget. Uh, I think you guys went with gadget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's... gadget. All right, this is a single page. There's only one choice. You walk up and put the thing that you took in the slot. If you took the gadget, gadget, we did gadget. Going to page nineteen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you try to cram the gadget into the space that needs a device, and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> seem to work. Yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the as the space vampires start to take notice of you. Uh, you, you do the only thing that you have in your power is you take the gadget and you just smash it into the orb. Um, which does the trick. Yeah, it breaks It breaks the orb. Uh, no more space vampires leak out. Although, one of the space vampires runs and hits the self-destruct uh, button oh, for the no. That's uh, just for the so even vampire. have that. God dang it. So, uh, this is where the narrator realizes he was uh, foolish to make a bunch of choices that got rid of a good 50% of his prep. Um, and now I need to flesh this out a little bit. So uh, you're running down the hall mm-hmm. to try and get away, uh, get back to your um, your, your rover mm-hmm. and escape the moon base of danger. Uh, but someone's coming at you the same way. And you do that thing where you're starting to like go the same way. Do you walk right or left? Oh, oh, you do that dance like uh, they're going to do the dance. Right, left, yeah. How do we do this? There's a lot of pages here. So you guys got to get it right. In my right experience, I go the wrong way. I'm thinking if I if I, I'm thinking we go right because as Corey said when he walked in the library he never went to the left perhaps that was a clue <laughs> this is a clue someone was paying attention it was all there all <laughs> from the really, beginning I've been on my phone I'm going with Matt I'm going, I'm going with whatever Matt said <laughs> yes the thing he, he remembered right? that Corey right. said page twenty six uh, yes the uh, person coming towards you also moved to the right do you move to the right or do you stay where you are or try to step well, to wait, the left wait did they move to their right or from and we move to our uh, right. Their left, your right. The stage right, though. The, are we doing the cha-cha slide? We are a little bit. We uh, it depends on how many pages we keep going. <laughs> Wait, uh, Charlie Brown. Go to uh, page yeah, twenty-six. Let's go to Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. I choose Charlie Brown. You guys choose Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Yes. We choose Charlie Brown. All right, let me let Uh-oh, me just page uh, you go to page uh, uh, one sixteen. It says turn it out. Um, excellent. <laughs> God dang it! I will do so. <laughs> I thought so we, we would have beat Corey on like how yeah. much he knows of that song. But, yeah, <laughs> sounds like we won. Yeah. Corey wins. You absolutely, you absolutely Corey maneuver wins. your way past the uh, space vampire who got caught in a little dance with you on the way. Um, you make it back to your your space rover um, with a, somehow with a handful of space garlic, and uh, <laughs> you escape the uh, the moon base uh, of terror or whatever the yes. hell it was called. Moon base of danger. Yes. Take that moon Guys, base. that was my favorite Choose Your Own Adventure. That was the you best book that we've ever been base. through. I punched you in your face and <laughs> fart on you. Stupid moon base. Just because I just because I got a I, I've got a thumb in it and it's been a while. Let's go to page seventy two. Oh, no. oh, Grant, man, you ate Look shit. Yeah, you guys didn't want to go there. Grant did. There's a lot Grant, of choices. For the record, too. Grant did. Grant chose his mm-mm, own. Mm-mm. Grant wanted to go, no, but Matt, I was like, Matt makes the dumb choices. I'm the good one. Mm. Yeah, hey. Matt does make the dumb choices. All I know is we turned it out. That's we're a winner. Mm-hmm. After we Charlie Brown, we Look, turned it out. We didn't. We made it out of the moon base, and we're not going to take it back now, y'all. We're going to keep going <laughs> out of the moon base. We're not going back in and dying, okay? Little Captain Travis, do you want to run towards page seventy-two or away from it? Let us know your choice. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail dot com. And if you want to see some choice squiggly daggers, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. 
Well, like Grant always says, if you want to see just the tip of his squiggly dagger, uh, you want to look for all that content on Twitter. We're at FreeLegalPod. Or email Grant at just the tip at gmail.com. <laughs> just the tip at squigglydagger.org. <laughs> at squigglydagger, yes! <laughs> if you like the show, get a squiggly dagger and poke people's bubbles. And if you don't like the show, turn to page 72. <laughs> Dibs on an episode just about Wiggly Daggers. Write <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. No research needed. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, there's none to do. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 160. Just for some context here, uh, we come we uh, we come from a family of uh, handy persons, carpenters, constructioners, uh, and we all grew up either you know in a wood shop or around this type of work. And our dad, or, or handing our dad screwdrivers as he built a house uh, while we watched, <laughs> and then sweeping up. Um, <laughs> and he's just putting the screwdrivers in a shoebox like that's thanks, yes. thanks, man, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I found it in the other shoebox that you filled with them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, On the ladder, the double ladder of ladders that he's like balancing one of the the, the rafters on, and you're handing him a screwdriver. He's like, not now. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Yes, I have time to see your screwdriver. That's so nice. Thank you so much. There's definitely a moment where he like takes a handful of me, he's like throws them in the yard. He's like, go get them all. Yeah. Go find them. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got rid of. When we had a busy. pool, he had those little diving things, and uh, this, yeah. <laughs> this was throwing the screwdrivers out in the yard. Yep. Turn internet over.